0: All right, guys, this is Derek Soto. And we're going to talk about something that's going to... Well, you know, it might bring up some emotions for you. Um, but the thing is, you got to do it, okay? How do you make an offer that people simply can't refuse, okay? You heard this in the movies. It's like, I made him an offer he simply couldn't refuse, you know? And uh usually it was... Not in a good context in that case, but I think about that when it comes to the old marketing, and I'm like, okay, um, how do you how do you, you know, make an offer that they simply cannot refuse? And this is what came to mind: Have you ever gone to the store and you didn't intend on buying the thing, but you saw it and it, the deal was just insane? Like how? How is a pack of twenty four rolls of toilet paper two dollars or or whatever just something like that? you know, or how is this jacket four dollars? like what's going on here? you know you you didn't want it. you didn't go to the store. you have enough toilet paper at home or you have plenty of jackets at home, but you're like four dollars for this jacket, and you almost wonder what's wrong with it. like why is it only four dollars or whatever it is but the the bottom line is that you buy it because it's you you're gonna miss out, you know. You, cre- you create uh, this FOMO, this fear of missing out. And you got to do that with your deals. Like to the point where someone looks at your offer and they immediately feel like, I don't even need, like almost like I don't need this, but I have to get it because it's just too good of a deal to pass up. This is, how, how would I not do this? You know? How do I not get this jacket that looks really cool for four bucks how do I not get this roll of toilet paper that's two dollars it's like twenty four rolls for two bucks like that's it's unheard of like what so you, you kind of have to get it and you get it even for whatever it's just because it's a good deal you know my wife you know buys shoes and and all these clothing and all this other stuff and she's like I was like why'd you get that well it was only eleven bucks for like four things and I was like. Okay. You know, I'm like, we well, already have so many clothes. Why do you you have more clothes you're ever going to wear? Why why that? Oh, it was just too good deal. I just had to do it. She has more shoes than I could count. Probably it's like, "Well, how many? You only have 2 feet." You know? How can you can't even wear that many shoes? You know? What do you a centipede? You need that many shoes? Like, come on. So at the end of the day, she buys these things and justifies like it's just too good of a deal it was six dollars for like this pair of shoes and like you know two dollars for this pair of shoes you know and she calls me hammy hammy i I got i got all these shoes they were two dollars a pair can you believe it this deal that i got now you gotta think about that with your offers when your offer is is so good that people are like they can't even like keep it to themselves they have to tell other people like dude i got all this for this you know I got $3,000 worth of stuff for like a hundred bucks or 200 bucks or whatever, whatever it is. If your deal, um, it doesn't, um, it isn't irresistible where even if someone isn't looking for that at the particular time, um, and, um, and, and they don't buy You know, then, then it's not irresistible enough. Okay. Make your deal, make a deal that an offer that they can't refuse. You know, and, um, what this requires of you is to quote unquote give away the farm, if you will. And you have to understand that when it comes to, especially with information marketing, we have such a beautiful advantage in that space because is are you going to run out of information? No. Are you going to run out of training? No. You could, you know, we create you know, we can always make new training and we always do anyway. Okay? So we 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 attach these numbers in our head like, ah, oh, this is a this is a $2,000 training. Uh oh, this is a $3,000 training right here. But like why can't I upsell that for 197 bucks? Why can't I upsell it for 397 whatever? You know, and, um, you know, and then once you have that, then you get to the point of like, okay, I have that. Now, how do I put the cherry on the top for the customer and what's the cherry on the top of the customer? It's the deal is amazing. It's, it's almost too good to be true as it is like a deal, an offer they can't refuse. And then you just make it insane, Okay. You just make the deal insane by just adding one more thing and, you know, or a couple more things or whatever it is. So when you look at it, you're like, this is ridiculous. And to say no to it would make them feel stupid. Okay. And, you know, um, when you, when, when you have, when you look at your offer and you're like, you would be stupid not to get this i If I was looking at this, I would be dumb not to get this. It's just you know that's when you know, okay, you know this is something that I can test. I wouldn't even test an offer until you to look at it that way, okay and um, I have Russell brunson thank for for bringing this idea to mind. In many different ways, and also Frank Kern. Um, he, he has a good way of, of making offers that are pretty crazy. Um, you know, good old Kern, you know, the, the, uh, I look at him as like the, the older cool kid, you know, for some reason. He's just, uh, yeah, I, I I like that. I like me that he's, he's a character, but the thing is, it's like, You know, these these guys know how to make deals. You know, I've seen a a ton of markers. They make these deals. And, like, you know, certain markers, some that are not so known, well-known, some that are well-known, whatever, but some of them just make these deals that are insane. Um, And you get to learn from that. And so... That's what I I recommend that you do. You're not gonna run out of information. You're not going to run out of ideas or marketers. We we invent ideas. We can look at a blank piece of paper and create a whole course from it. Okay. So, you know, or throw in a couple of YouTube videos and get some inspiration from a marketer. Like Neil Patel. What a what a smart individual, you know? I listen to Neil Patel, and all of a sudden, I've got 50 million product ideas and podcast ideas, okay? So, and that's another little side trick there. For If you want to make, uh, you know, you, when you work on your podcast, or you're doing whatever it is, put on content creators that talk about the subject that you're doing podcasts on, and it's just going to spark ideas. Just give the credit. You know, you hear me giving credit all the time, you know, naming marketers and stuff like that. I try to give credit where it's due, even if, for the inspiration. I don't try to copy what they said or say word for word or even kind of like get come close to copying what they, what they said or, or whatever, but get the, the actual lesson across because I think it's important. You know, we just, there's no, there's none of us that knows everything, you know? And what's beautiful about uh, my podcast is that you can know that when you hear me talking about an idea, it's not theory. I mean, it's so rare that you're going to hear theory because I have too many sources, endless sources of people that have already spent millions of dollars figuring out these ideas that they freely share through their podcast and YouTube channels and stuff like, and products and stuff like that, to the point where... You know, you know that if you listen, I, you know, I'm going to have, I already have 50-something, at this point, 50-something episodes. I haven't done all that stuff. It's a lifetime of stuff already. And I plan on making thousands of these. So, like, at the end of the day, like, you know, obviously, I didn't do all this stuff. But somebody did. And that's the beautiful thing. When you listen to it, you know, okay, somebody did this. You know, somebody's doing this right now, or they did it. Um, and these ideas are based on in actual reality. Um, so even if there's some ideas there, they're based on actual reality. Um, and so, but I say split test everything because just because something worked for somebody might not mean it will work for you or it might not mean it will work for you the first time. Some of these things are really delicate and you have to balance them just right. And, and sometimes it works better for different markets, but At the end of the day, like you have to make your deals just crazy. I remember like, um, Frank Kern did a deal for like, like the, the, these really cool products. I think they were like 97 each or 197 each or whatever before. And he was selling them for a dollar each, like four courses for a dollar each. So it's like, you know, and then of course he had a nice back end, um, in the funnel, which actually made money because you're not going to make money off of four bucks. But I mean, come on, think about that for a second. Four dollars for four products. Talk about your uh, an offer you can't refuse. I I was like I don't even care what these are. It's 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 by Frank Kern. I don't care. I don't I don't you know because you know when you get to know a marketer's content, I know his content's good. I was like I don't care what it is. It's four bucks. Whatever. It's the offer. You know, too good to be true. And so uh, offer you, you can't refuse. And so I so that's a good example right there. So you know shout out to Kern for that four dollars <laughs> I mean I'm I'm laughing thinking about that four products for four dollars are you kidding me right four for four four products for four dollars that's insane um and then what a what a great beautiful lead in to a nice upsell flow that was obviously not pushy at all or anything like that He's not very pushy at all. All that stuff just plays everything off really cool. So I call him the cool kid in a way, the older cool kid, you know. Nah, um, but yeah, like you know, it, it's it, it, this stuff can be really fun. Um, and so that's what I, I would challenge you is look at your offers and. You know, even if you think you have the best offer, think about what can I add. What can I? What is it? And and you and here's another thing. It's not just about adding random stuff either. Okay, it's not so simple. It's just just putting together a whole bunch of stuff. It, it first of all, like if you have older products, you have to check to see if they're out of date. Okay, don't go and sell stuff that you made in two thousand eight. Okay. Um, or you know, or bundle that in unless it's timeless, which it most likely is probably not, okay? At the end of the day, like you you really have to think about, okay, I might actually have to make something here, and you could just pop on a camera and with your knowledge, just throw together something, you know and or script it out if you want to be sound more polished than I do. I don't script these as you can tell. Um, but I want it to be natural, and how do you make your stuff natural? You actually have it natural, so you could tell you might hear some ums and ahs when I talk, but the thing is, is I'm speaking from experience, and I'm, I'm speaking from um, my base of knowledge, and so because it's not scripted, it's not going to sound perfect, and I think that for me, at least personally, I want to be the type of run the type of webinar or not webinar uh type of podcast where you're getting the real the genuine article right if you will um and I definitely do my homework and I know what I'm talking about, but I'm not gonna sit there and like script it out like a news anchor you know and read it it's just not gonna sound natural it's not gonna be you know it's not going to be um from the heart, and the thing is that usually, as I'm talking like new ideas of what I'm talking about will come to me that will even augment you know it's almost like each one of my episodes is like a a, a mini little product in itself, a little morsel, if you will of a product but the but the 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 idea behind it or the principle behind it is worth the ninety seven bucks. You know, it's worth a thousand bucks. It's worth 10,000 bucks, whatever the value you want to put on it is. But a lot of my, a lot of things in my podcast, if you implement that one thing that I said in the, in, in whatever, pick a, pick a podcast that I, that I put up, pick an episode, implement that thing and you'll probably make a ton of money from it. I'm not saying you will, I'm not making income claims, but you know, that's what products really do is they. They um, they kind of spark creativity. Then you then you go and implement that creativity. So none of this will mean anything to you unless you do it. So I recommend going through your offer and making an offer that they cannot refuse. Okay, it, you know, and go through your offers and look at them. And be like, okay, especially if you're having a hard time selling, you have to do this. You know, if you're not getting a lot of sales, you have to do this because obviously you're not providing, you don't have an offer that's irresistible because you know what happens to irresistible offers? People buy them. Does it mean everyone will buy them? No, but people, but a lot of people are going to buy them. Okay. And so, and if a lot of people aren't buying your offer, then you need to do this. And if a lot of people are buying your offer, then definitely do this and maximize it even more. It really can't be, you can't ever stop maximizing just because you reach some kind of level of success. Especially if you reach a high level of success, then I would say there's even more, um, you you have enough uh, marketing juice, if you will, to come up with something, tweak it a little bit, test it, A-B test it, You know, you know, at the higher levels of the game, you got to be testing, you know, and um, always, always be testing, you know, ABT, always be testing. And, um, but the thing is, it's like, just, you know, have your offer and then do implement what I'm talking about and make an offer that's, that they can't refuse and split test it. And You know, I bet that what I'm telling you will win out. But here's how you can know that you have a good offer is you have to look at, you always have to be doing research about what, where are the holes? What, what, what are people missing? Cause you can't just throw stuff together. Okay. If that's not good enough, you also have to look at, you always have to keep doing your homework and being like, what is missing uh, what are what are where are people complaining look at the you know f- uh survey your audience ask them what they're missing what what where what, what their where are their pain points where are they struggling okay this is what's going to appeal to people not just a pile of products just random products that's that's not how you do it that's not how you make that's not how you make an offer that's they can't refuse an offer that they can't refuse directly emotionally touches your pain points when you when you look at it, you're like, "Yes, that's what I've been missing. that's what i that's what I need. I need that right when they hear it. If that's not the reaction that that they have when they when they see your offer, it doesn't matter how many offers you stack on one another, even if it's a dollar, okay. Um, yeah, they might get it because it's a dollar. Okay, maybe that's but like for your upsells, you know, in your back end, you definitely need to do this. Um, I would do it for your front end as well, but definitely where you where you're making your real money with your upsells, you have to touch the pain points. And that's where doing your homework comes in. And keep doing your homework, don't ever think that you have it figured out. Frank Kern doesn't have it figured out. Evan Pagan doesn't have it figured out. And Dan Kennedy doesn't have it figured out. Nobody does, and they never will. We just have different levels. And there's always a, a new level you can get to. So anyway, I've yammered on about this. Um, as far as any more value that I can pack into this particular episode, I think I'll leave it there. Like, honestly... Um, Let me see. No. You know, I think I've said enough. You know? So go ahead and implement this. Do your homework. Find what the pain points are. You know, buy your customers' products. See what's missing. You'll know what to upsell. It'll inform you on what to upsell. I'm a big fan of tools. Use the tools that you can. Search for marketing tools and stuff like that. But one of the best ways to do it is to buy your customers' products. And I mean all their products, okay? Go through the whole funnel and buy all their products. Don't rip them off, find the holes and go to forums and groups and you know, get involved and find out where people's pain points really are and what's missing that people aren't teaching, you know? You know, are they are they teaching um you know, find find out find out what it is that people want. Join that conversation in their head, sell it based off of that pain point, and then mix in what they really need. So if someone needs to do like CR, like customer uh, uh I um forgot what um, cloudy, I forgot them anyway. Um uh uh what is it conversion reoptimization, okay. Say they need, to, they desperately need to learn about conversion rate optimization, but the, it's not sexy. They don't care about it. Whatever it is, if you know they need to learn that, find their pain points, sell the product based on that, and then teach them customer uh, rate optimization when they're in the course. You know, obviously teach what you promised, but also put that in as well and say this is what you, this is what's going to really really alleviate your pain. You thought it was this. And yes, to a degree, can be that. But here's what you may not realize is that it's actually this. So you're educating, and you do that in the product after they bought what they want. Okay. So you have to sell people what they want to buy. And then after they buy it, that's when you can re educate them what they really need. They've already bought it. Okay. And so teach them what they wanted, you know, cover that well. But then, you know, insert what it is they really need, you know? So either way, you're acting like their, um, their marketing doctor, if you will, you know, and you're diagnosing their patient, which is their business, okay? And them in a way, not as, not with their health, but their business health and their acumen, you know? So either way, um, I've said too much now. Look at look at what you guys made me do. I said too much. All right. God bless.